deconversion. Klaus und Greta. Oh. It's, Is it welcome time? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's deconversion therapy, the letter sewed, where you write us letters about all the terrible, embarrassing things that happened to you in the church, and we read them and laugh at you, with you, for you. All the <laughs> for you, because it was painful for you. <laughs> we don't care. Um, so I'm that, Karen. That, yep, the, and this is Bonnie. And make sure to please subscribe and rate. And I'd really love some new reviews. Even if our old reviewers get on someone else's phone, I just like <laughs> seeing things written about us. Um, it helps, you know, uh, boost, boost our morale. Because right now we're hibernating and haven't talked to anyone. And usually... When I walk around, it's just people following me, telling me, you're beautiful, you're gorgeous, and now I don't get that anymore. Can I please tell you, uh, similar to what you just joked about, that happened to me once with a friend who I was with. Not me. I was there. Uh, <laughs> you weren't. I think I was. Okay, no, go ahead. No, it was in Los Angeles. Oh. I was on an escalator with my roommate who was a model. And we were it on the down. Es- me. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we were on the down escalator, and some guy was going on the up escalator, and he sees her and just says, "You're beautiful." And I was like, "Wow, that's just <laughs> the most fun thing to be standing next to." <laughs> I just go, "We're twins." <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Um, let's see. Also find us on Instagram. Our Instagram followers are great. And if you post memes, I will steal them. People send them to me in the DMs or on our Facebook group, which is really fun. Bonnie's been in there a lot. Uh, I will pop in and steal the memes. So that's it. Send in your funny stories. And how about you start with one, Bonnie? All right, this is one that I think is really interesting, at least. And, and I, I've skimmed these, but not read them. So, But I really enjoy the fact that um, the person, after it says, here's my story, says, please don't reveal any names. <laughs> read all the names. All of them. I know. <laughs> Spell them for clarity. I was at a school attached to a church. Mm, that sounds just like us. <laughs> what? And then it says, which we later found out was a cult. Oh. <laughs> I wonder what grade do you find that out in? Um, you get your period, you realize, oh, this is a cult. I've grown up. Um, one day, the principal of my school, who was also the pastor's wife, called a meeting of all students to the sanctuary. We then proceeded to have a two-hour intervention, which she claimed was for purifying the school from evil during this time every single student except for me and my friend uh went to the podium and repented before everyone for their sins i remember this one tiny seventh grader went up and started sobbing because he didn't give his all in his homework (laughs) 
That's so sweet and sad. Can you imagine how many times I would be up there? I couldn't even find <laughs> my homework. I was a disaster. <laughs> oh, my God. But with you and your homework, I remember the meanest teacher we had implemented some kind of system with you where you had to write it down in a book. Yes, yes, Bonnie. I know. Yeah. Just because yeah. everything I owned was in Lost and Found. I was the only kid <laughs> doing my work at an angle because my desk wouldn't shut from all my crap. And then... <laughs> at an angle. And then my teacher had to like invent a little pad of paper where she'd write down the assignments and initial it because... Yep. Between school and home, I just walked through some kind of supernatural vacuum <laughs> that sucked everything out of my brain. And I'd show up and people would like know what they're doing. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what? What's happening here? At 43, um, found out I have ADD, but. Anyway, let's well, go back. Well, I remember uh, with you with you in the assignment book, uh, others of us were like, well, we want an assignment book too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure the teacher was like, fine, I'll initial all of your crap here. Right. But that was good. And I know that you're going to be jealous now, but now I am a fiend. And I always have been about writing things down. Oh, me too now. Yeah. It's... But yeah, I really took it to heart. And when I see people not writing things down, I'm like, how do you how do you get shit done? And what do you just remember right. everything? Or and how perfect? do you check things off and feel victorious? Even more important. Yeah. <sighs> okay, back to the letter. Sorry. Wait, but back to lost and found thing. When I was in acting school, I had this awesome blue sweatshirt. And there was an afternoon class and a morning class, and I was in the morning. And I lost my sweatshirt, and I couldn't believe it. And I was hanging around one day after the afternoon people started, and here comes this guy wearing my sweatshirt. And I said, where'd you find that sweatshirt? And he goes, I didn't find it. It's mine. And I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure that's mine because it has the toothpaste stain right on the boobs. <laughs> That I had gotten on it, so he reluctantly takes it off and hands it back to me. And that person was short. Uh, never. <laughs> no, wasn't anybody who we know today by their name. Okay, so this letter's almost over. I'm sorry, no name. <laughs> It says, other students apologized for not being kind to their mothers or doing harmless pranks. Pranks are never harmless, by the way. That's right. Um, (laughs) They're always awesome, though. Um, It was one of the strangest moments in my life. I bet. So, But you know what else this person is talking about? Like, the whole going up to the podium... I am reading a book right now, and I won't tell you whose book it is because we're going to talk about it on a subsequent podcast, but he talks about being saved multiple times. <laughs> yeah. And other people have been talking about that, and I I thought it just happened once. No, you rededicate your life. Yeah, but they talk about it being saved because he specifically says, I was worried that it didn't take. Right, yeah. Yeah, I get that. Um, that, and baptized multiple times too. Oh, that is a waste of water. Um, 
But also, <laughs> like this letter, you know, the whole idea of really, especially when you're young, trying to find every little sin because you're yeah. sure, you know, that it's in there. So you're like digging and finding things that aren't even bad. They're just, you know, the whole like not respecting my mother, like, uh, you know, what if your mother's an asshole or a bitch <laughs> or, you know, and it's like, oh, well, I've really got to do it. Got to dig deep. And I can tell you who from our school's mother was an asshole. <gasps> oh, uh-huh. yeah. Leave that to everybody's imagination. Um, <laughs> for all the zero people who know all us. of our listeners who know who right. we are. Um, <clears throat> but there was there was tremendous use of the guilt in our Baptist day school. Yeah. I told you. I told you about the one that sticks out with me when a frog in a jar of formaldehyde was broken and the whole place, our whole whole sixth grade classroom stunk and to inhale it hurt your throat and I remember when we got to leave I said oh my gosh I'm so glad to get out of here because my throat hurts so bad and then the next day the teachers uh, prepared a fake conversation to have in front of me saying, well, there was one student yesterday who commented on how the room didn't smell good, which was very unkind, considering that some of us have to stay here all day. What? And so it worked on me. That's just, and that's such a nothing thing. Yeah, but look what stuck with me since sixth grade. (laughs) I know, I know. Well, I goddamn frog breaking. (laughs) I remember the one kid. He was younger than us. He was a real glue eater, and he (laughs) was crazy. So we had the little. There was like a carport opening at our our day school and so the parents would drive up and you know the kid would jump in the car and we had patrols which I was one I want everyone to know I had patrols and I would do patrol duty and that just says hey car come up hey kid stop and there was this wild little kid (laughs) and he would always say can I go now like oh yeah at me sarcastically if he could walk but <laughs> he got given the punishment he obviously had ADHD given the punishment to write i will not you know do this or that and they're like you need to write. on the chalkboard like bart simpson on paper oh so he wrote one page and then photocopied very badly <laughs> Five other pages that were like crooked and, you know, old and all that. And he brought them in. I'm like, ah, our school was amazing. Gary, that was not the point of the exercise. (laughs) And today he runs Apple. Okay. Um, All right. Tim Apple. (laughs) Yeah. All right. The Apple store. Well, thank you, No Name from Blank Blank State. Blank, blank. That's right. We'll just put your name on Instagram. Okay, this one is from Chris, a.k.a. Maraschino. And hi, Chris. I know who you are. Hey, ladies. 
I'm getting a kick out of catching up on podcasts during this COVID stuff, so let me just say thanks for providing some laughs. I do have a Catholic story to share with you with some caveats, namely, I'm not Catholic. So, <laughs> so it's a reporter's diary. It's it's a tattletaling. Um, first, <laughs> let me say I grew up super fundy. Think we look like Mennonites, but with the exciting soul-crushing doctrine of Wesleyan Methodism. As in Wait, what do Mennonites look like? Long dresses and long hair? Yes, and the little delicate um, yarmulke thing with the strings hanging <laughs> no, down. that can't be right. We're going to get in trouble. Well, it's not a yarmulke. It's a little bonnety thing. <laughs> delicate. But it's delicate. Yarmulke. It's like very light. Crocheted? They can be crocheted, I think. That's okay. Know. Oh, oh, oh! Like the thing that maybe covers your ears, even. No, no I'm thinking of a, a snow cap. Yeah, think um, witness. So almost okay, Amish. Okay. Okay. Amish, but shops at Hobby Lobby. <laughs> okay. Um, so are they open? By the way, I don't know. Are they essential? Yeah, they're essential. Where else are you going to get wooden letters? Okay. Think (laughs) we look like Mennonites, but with the exciting soul-crushing doctrine of Wesleyan Methodism, as in Christian perfection, slash two works of grace, got to look that one up, slash salvation, plus sanctification, with a touch of charismatic, as in getting the spirit, but not speaking in tongues, because that's obviously demon possession, K, thanks, bye. And a complete horror of the outside world. We had our own school, college, camp, you name it, and we did not interact with folks outside our church except for unsaved family. So at least they were loving to their family. No, they did not say that. They said in no, contact. No, no, no. They said they interacted with them. They didn't shun their unsaved family, at least. True. So that's nice. But the interaction, we don't have the details on. Um, all right. Let's <laughs> see. Uh, which is how I wound up not ever meeting a heathen Catholic until I was about 23 years old. Today, this <laughs> this life event wouldn't be a big deal. I would laugh it off and apologize. But at 23 years old, the submissive, easily intimidated girl, it was a life-altering event. Now, Can you imagine that? And, like, how do you identify a Catholic? Well, eyeliner. <laughs> <laughs> now, Eyeliner. <laughs> Spaghetti straps. They all have. I'm not perfect, just forgiven. I know. I just remember seeing all the Catholic girls that, you know, we'd run into at the grocery store, and I'd notice they had like the black coal eyeliner. Really? Yeah. They probably put it Mm. on after school, but nonetheless. The girls in junior high school used to take a lighter to their eyeliner and set it on fire to get it all melty so they could get a really good glop. That's where the the term smoky eye came from. 
No ads. <laughs> it should be. It's great. Okay. Now, long ago in the olden days, Protestants acknowledged Lent. That should not be the same as what's in your belly button. But we did not actually take part in denying ourselves for 40 days. Mostly because we were so spiritual, we denied ourselves 365 <laughs> days all year. the time. You know, the but thing is, else? have you ever done Lent? I think it's a great idea. Because, I do too. Yeah, every time you reach for a peanut or something that you deny yourself, it's a reminder of why you're doing it. Who would just be like, this year I'm not eating peanuts? Well, I couldn't come up with a good example. <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> this year I'm giving up. I'm sending my watching. dog away for 40 days. Oh, my God. That'd be sad. Give up yeah. your oat milk and tennis. Oh, it's not oat milk, but thanks a lot. Yeah. It's nut pods, people. They're great. <laughs> they froth okay. really well. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Back to the letter. However, I have noticed recently that more Protestant, Protestants seem to be getting into the Lent Ash Wednesday thing? Question mark. Yes. Anyway, I moved away to another state right out of Bible college and ran into my first, oops, and ran into my very first Catholic. Mike was an engineer on a job site I worked at, and we all had to wear hats and steel-toed boots, etc., with lots of dust around, so it wasn't uncommon for guys to get kind of dirty. Oh, so, no. So, when Mike came in... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> ...with a smear of dirt on his head, and we were having a budget meeting, <laughs> I was so oh, embarrassed no. for him. <laughs> I kept tilting my head, trying to catch his attention, gesturing to my forehead. <laughs> Anything to save this poor man the humiliation of giving a big presentation with a giant smear of mud on his face. <laughs> Finally, one of the admins pulled me aside and asked if I was okay. Because it looked like I was fighting off a bee or something. And I and explained that no, in fact, Mike was the one looking stupid and I was trying to save him. She cracked up and told me he was Catholic and today was Ash Wednesday. He, in fact, was being spiritual and deep thinking about his mortality. I was completely stunned and shocked that, one, I had met a Catholic and he didn't seem to be evil. <laughs> <laughs> and two, I was too dumb to put together the Ash Wednesday ashes on the face despite years of ACE curriculum and four years of Bible college, including two semesters of cults and, worth and world religion. Oh, and my God. Wait, that's just like us. I mean, we had Ash Wednesday for sure. It was on every calendar. And we had world religion and cults. Not that we ever studied anything. We just listened to the teacher talk. Right, right. That would, this is so great because the same thing happened to me when I worked at Macy's when I was 21. Uh, Like more than one person came in with that on their forehead and I was 
so flipped out. Like, what's happening? <laughs> why are they all doing it? Yeah. It does why is it more cultish. than one? Yeah. What? It does look cultish. Yeah. And I, I had met Catholics, I'm sure, but maybe I hadn't been exposed to them on Ash Wednesday. Oh right. my gosh. It was, it was a, <laughs> it was one of the funniest <laughs> things to realize what was going on, but not like hers. <laughs> Stupid um, Mike. She, she put in parentheses, Catholicism <laughs> is a cult FYI, not a world religion. so the admin did in fact dismiss me from the meeting with a quote bless your heart this was north carolina (laughs) so you know what that means and i hid in the bathroom for the rest of the day (laughs) I, i worked out of another office for about two weeks because i just couldn't be around him without dying inside i've moved all over the southeast in my adult life and let me just say, after living in Louisiana for four years, I have met many more Catholics and have learned to love fish on Fridays and Fat Tuesday and drinking. <laughs> so Catholics have brought a lot to my life, including etiquette on Ash Wednesday. Thanks for the podcast, ladies. Oh, my gosh. That's, That's awesome. It is. So we um, hung around... Uh, when we were at a different town in Tennessee, the first friends we made were Catholics. So they introduced us to a bunch of Catholics. And then the next thing you know, we're going to like all the events because they have a chili cook-off and a wine tasting. And like people just drink and drink. Right. And it's so fun. But we knew that it was bad when like my youngest daughter was still sitting on my lap, still in diapers, and we'd hang out with our Catholic friends, and there'd be beer bottles on the table, and she (laughs) stood up on my lap with her chubby legs and tried to balance and was wobbly and grabbed at a beer bottle, got the bottom (laughs) of her shirt. (laughs) Yeah. Got the bottom of her shirt and pulled it up to cover the cap of the beer bottle because she'd seen how we twisted the caps off so many times. I'm like, oh, she might not be le- learning the right things from me. Um, but learning. Yeah. I love the Catholics. But speaking of Lent, remember that one Lent that the Pope quit? I'm like. Pope quit what, his job? Yes. The one before this one was just like, eh, I'm done. I'm like, Oh, well, that's a lamp for you. <laughs> well, uh, there's a friend of mine who was with uh, some of the members of her family, and it was Christmas Eve, and just true to what you were saying, they had been drinking. And it was not, uh, you know, not unusual for them to go to midnight mass on Christmas Eve. So they went where they thought they were going to meet up with their dad to go to mass. And they walked in and they were giggling and everything. And the other people weren't quite as jovial. And they had accidentally gone into an AA meeting. (gasps) Yeah. (laughs) They turned around. (laughs) They left. (laughs) <laughs> but on on major holidays like that, they have like um, AA meetings around the clock in certain places. Interesting. So, yeah, they call it like meeting Palooza or something like that. 
so uh-huh. that if anybody's having a problem at any time of day, they have somewhere to go. That's a good idea. But it's not church. <laughs> no. And it reminds me of the Girl Scouts setting up, you know, their table outside the um, the cannabis shops. You, know, <laughs> you just have it available. Now there's some marketing. I know. Christian marketing people that tell you about that. <laughs> oh, we have we have one more. Okay. Uh, Amy says it's okay to her to use her name. I wish you said, Amy said it's not okay to use her. Uh, So she says, hiya. Which, by the way, now I'm just interrupting the letter after the first word. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We have found fault already. There there are, uh, I I went over to England, and that's how a lot of people would greet you, with hiya. What? Yeah. No. Yes. Hiya. Anyhow, um, so she says, hiya, 28-year-old sinner living in New York City here. My story. <laughs> you could just say about- you're living in New York. We would understand the rest. Oh, my story is about the pastor at the super conservative evangelical Presbyterian church I went to growing up. My main beef with him happened <laughs> during my senior year of Christian high school when I was applying to join the National Honor Society. You were required to get a recommendation from your pastor in order to be accepted. Me, being a 17-year-old kid, putting off getting his letter of recommendation till the very last minute. Apparently, he was so upset that it had to be a rush job, really, all he had to do was write one damn paragraph for me, right. that he actually wrote... Oh, my God, that he didn't think I qualified to be accepted. What? Guess what? I didn't get accepted. I never did get into the National Honor Society. Thanks a lot, Pastor Gary, you jerk. What? (laughs) I Uh, know. I could go down the long list of how much church has ruined the intellectual and career potential of so many people okay but yeah but you know I'm what i'm gonna uh, laugh instead <laughs> letter said <laughs> yeah yeah but but listen to what we're talking about our sixth grade teacher this guy pastor gary they all take it on themselves like these children shouldn't be acting like children they should be accommodating me it's yeah. just uh, shitty shitty grown-ups anyway yeah. Uh, my family left the church a few years later because <laughs> the elders refused to change with the times and insisted on only singing dirges from the hymnal and had no youth program and no intention of improving that. Pastor Gary actually sent an angry letter to my sister, not even my parents, insulting her and saying how disappointed he was that she left the church. Wow. God, Pastor Gary, and I hope that's... I don't know if I hope it's his real name or not, because I just want to tell Pastor Gary to go yeah. impale himself Send on something. His, that's right. Send <laughs> us his real name or Twitter handle. Thank you. Hey, Pastor Gary, sit on it and spin. Oh, that's a, well, yeah, he might get that one. 
<laughs> While my family was still attending that church, there was a whole debacle where he pissed all the old people off because he said life sucks in one of his sermons. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Pastor Gary. Um, everyone freaked out about it, and he had to issue a whole apology. Yep, yeah. I love that this letter is kind of more like bashing Pastor Gary, and I'm fine with that. Um Everyone else in the family are still devout Christians, and occasionally I hear that they, quote, worry about my faith. Mm. Um, I'm happily long gone from that life, even though back in the day I did lift my hands in worship and sob at church retreats for no reason other than everyone else was doing it. How could you expect me to stay in it after going to college for musical theater at a secular school? (laughs) That's right. It was a four-year long, big gay romp, and it was glorious. Exactly. (laughs) I was so thrilled to find your podcast. It comforts me to know I'm not alone. Let us pray. (laughs) Yay! Awesome. And I hate Pastor Gary. I know. I know. But that's a substitute for all of the people who were grown-ups who were shitting on us as children. Exactly. And it happened so much in the church. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And guess what else? I was the most compliant kid you'd ever hope to have. And they still shat upon me. Mm-hmm. Yep. Same here. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, any little thing you do, that's it. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. Yep. And then meanwhile, you know, they're all off banging each other and smoking. It. I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> so send us more of your Pastor Gary shithead teacher That's uh, right. stories. <laughs> Go ahead. Maybe we'll have an episode on just instead of these shit piles that are usually big name people, just some pastors who are real assholes. So thank you guys, as usual, for listening and do the whole rate and subscribe thing that Karen explains is important. And uh, we will be looking at the people who are asking to get into the Facebook group because that's a fun (laughs) group with nice conversation and a welcoming bunch of people. And that's Bonnie telling me to get in there and do my part of the task. No, it's not. (laughs) I'm the letter in her. But that was my way of saying, if we haven't let you in, it's just because... um, We don't like you. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) All right, well, thanks, and have a great week, and be thee not a shit pile. (laughs) 